Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. We're live. Smoking guns. Boom. Here we are. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman, being joined tonight by my co-host, the one, the only, Derek Shelton. What's up, family? We are going to talk AEW Dynamite from July 22nd, 2020. I look forward to uh, getting into this entire show, getting what everybody thought on this. Um... I, I think we've got a lot to talk about on this. This is going to be kind of a, a mixed bag, I feel, a little yep, bit. Yep, yep, yep. But we're going to get to it. I want to hear your thoughts. Make sure you are in the chat box commenting. And we're going to put this up. And for the people who listen to the audio podcast, we're going to start the intro right now. We're back. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that intro, courtesy of... It was like a combo. Derek did the graphic with uh, no words on it at the end. And then the songs by Montezzi. Montezzi! Yeah, check out Teezy's Table, man. He had a really, really good episode up today about uh, just hip-hop music, uh, relating to a lot of things. You find out who Montezzi's favorite wrestler is and all of it, like what motivates him. It's, it's a really, really good listen, so make sure you guys check him out and show him some love when it comes down to it. Um, AW Dynamite tonight, bro. Different feel. Talk about it. Yeah. I, I guess let's get right into it, man. Um in the ring, Cody Rhodes with his manager, the coach, Double A, Arn Anderson. They are in the ring, ready for competition. And who comes out but someone that was teased as a big surprise, a longtime in-ring veteran, a general, I would say, even in the ring. Um, one of the best. Eddie Kingston, bro. Eddie Kingston. Now, Derek, this was your first time getting to check out Eddie Kingston, correct? Yes, uh, very first time. I, I've heard the name a few times, but I've never seen anything, um, any of his work. So this was the very first time that I've seen him. Um, great talker, man. He is definitely a great talker. Like he, he gets you into it. <laughs> dude, the dude gets underneath your skin like there's no tomorrow when it comes to uh, this pro wrestling game. But he does it right, man. He knows what he's doing yeah. and sets himself up perfectly for this. So Eddie Kingston comes out and he is talking that ish. Um, bro, so well done. Yes. So well done. Yes. And Eddie Kingston is talking his ish. He's just telling Cody, you know, 
if Iron keeps talking or saying stuff to you, I'm going to gouge his eyeball out. Like, Eddie Kingston was on point with this. If you've never seen it, he's also worked in NWA, Ring of Honor, I believe even in uh, Impact Wrestling. Like, he's been everywhere. He's a journeyman in pro wrestling. Dude is really good, man. Dude yeah. is really good. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Derek, I kind of wanted your thoughts on this match. So, Eddie Kingston gets this match made no DQ. Right. Instantly. He is out here to shine, and I don't think we've ever seen him on a major stage like this. So I had a feeling Eddie Kingston was going to show his ass out. Like oh, yeah. he was going to be like, "Yo, I'm about to show off because I may never get another opportunity like this." Exactly. Um, I agree with that. Um, everything that he was doing, it it, it hit for me. You know, um, just the 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 swag of you know his approach to talking to Cody, talking to Iron. Um, even 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 though his he's not a technical wrestler he's, he's more of like a bruiser but I enjoyed it the only thing that I would probably take away but it's not a big takeaway is when you make it a no DQ match there should have been just a little bit more used in there just a, uh, bit, just a little bit just a little ooh, bit I might disagree with you on this um, so this was a, a, a no DQ match and when you got into all of this uh, they did the simple things going outside fighting against the guardrail Eddie Kingston at one point raises up the ring mat, attempts a pile driver on Cody because he said he was going to beat his ass. Cody backflips him over. Uh, they did a nice cover where, like, Eddie Kingston looked like he was hurting a little bit, but, you know, he loves what he does. So he gets flipped over onto the mat, lands on his hip a little bit, but it was kind of protected more so than uh, anything worse. They, they do a great job of telling the story of Cody working over Eddie Kingston's leg. Like, his leg was what was hurting. He was kind of limping around the whole match trying to figure out what am I going to have to do to beat this kid. But at the same time, Cody is focused on the leg. He's getting a little bit frustrated, but Kingston's got something every time. He starts trying to go for it, pick up some momentum. Kingston's cutting him off, cutting him off. And um, this match is not a pretty match. If you're looking for a match of, oh, they did all these backflips. Oh, there was a beautiful moonsault hit. Oh, they did an Asi Asahi moonsault to the outside. This is not the match for you. But if you like no. a brawl that uh, Tara Funk, <laughs> that he's going to whip my ass, like, <laughs> this is the match for you. Um, I, I honestly think that a lot of the old school wrestling fans are going to enjoy this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we had we had our um, little introduction, introduction for the first time in a long time. Thumbtacks. Bro. I can't think of the last time we saw thumbtacks. So when he went and got the bag out, I didn't know what was in it, but I was like, it's either got to be thumbtacks or a weapon of some sort. Yeah. When he dumped out the bag of thumbtacks, we were like, okay, who's going through the thumbtacks? I think I always think that the guy who's got like you know the shirt on his back, it's got to be him. Yeah. Dude, him and Cody battled back and forth. At first, I thought Cody was gonna hit a uh, vertebraker. I, I don't know what Cody calls it, but the vertebraker he's trying to stack him up on his shoulders. Kingston gets out. He ends up kicking Cody in the gut. Cody Rhodes gets powerbombed mm. onto thumbtacks. Mm. We lost our minds here. Like, I'm not even going to front. All you heard was, oh, God! Yeah. Oh, God! Um, the best part about pro wrestling. Lots of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you start uh, when you start incorporating that kind of stuff, you know, it, it, there, there's, there's a time... Where you incorporate it and it's tastefully done, versus a time where you incorporate it and it makes no sense. This made to me. This made sense. You look at Eddie Kingston, heavy hitter, bruiser, no DQ. 
I'm the one that's going to bring the pain to you so you understand that you just sit on this pedestal right now and don't and don't really know what real pain or hard work is. Well, not not even hard work, but you don't know what real pain is. I can see that because he was teasing him about being the EVP, kind of having stuff handed to him, and, that, and that's a simple thing to go after with Cody. Exactly. Um, Cody eats the power bomb. His back is bleeding. Ugh. It just looked painful. He at one point even got whipped in the match with his own weight belt. He had welts across his back. Um, not as bad as MJF, but <laughs> toy rotator cut. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. That that was his version of how Eddie Kingston uh, hit him with the weight belt. Um, Cody's bleeding, but eventually that leg comes back into play. Mm-hmm. Cody takes him out, and at first Kingston blocks the figure four leg lock, but he's down again, and Cody locks in the figure four leg lock. And I like the story they told with Kingston here, too. He didn't want to give up, but he had no choice. His leg yeah. was busted. He was mm-hmm. done. He was trying to get up and fight it through the second half of the match. He's done. Cody wins once again with the figure four leg lock. I like that he's been doing that. Yeah. Um, really, really cool. Again, getting off of uh, using the finishers so much. Right. Take a break from that. It doesn't have to be a finisher every single match. does not have to be that way. I, I really enjoy it. Cody gets the victory here. Eddie Kingston kind of gives the sad face as he goes up the ramp. Yep. But I thought he did a tremendous job here. I don't know how he was backstage, how he interacted. Did he talk himself into a job? What do you guys think? I'd love to hear it. And while we have people getting ready to write that type of stuff down, uh, I got to show some love to the chat real quick. We got Rob in the house. Rob was just here watching it with us. So, you know, a little insight to what's going on. So what's up, Rob? Uh, B-Boy Skyline's in the house. He said, Eddie Kingston. Jocelyn said, what it do? What it do, Jocelyn? Good to have you in here. What's up? Uh, Thomas Polster says, hello, Conrad. Hello, Derek. Hello, Rob. And hello, Chad. Thomas, what's happening, brother? Uh, B-Boy Skyline said, Mr. Derek. Chris DeZuba said, Derek. Doug said, join the Derek order. You guys are nutty. Uh, Jesus. Delion, what's going on, Jesus? Jesus, I got some stuff for you tonight. Uh, Jocelyn said, hit and miss tonight for me. Uh, first time as well. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be interested to hear what you guys think. Uh, Doug said, Eddie Kingston was in Impact, Derek. He's letting you know. There are good things in there. Uh, Jocelyn said, the draw in... The draw is... Uh, Wait, the draw... Oh, excuse me. The draw-in is real with him. If I could read tonight, right? Uh, the Ace Empire said Eddie Kingston. Uh, Jesus, call this sign. My guy, Eddie, please. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Dakota Dakota Kai says hi. Uh, what's going on, Dakota? I don't know if this is the Dakota Kai from NXT, but great to have you in here. Uh, the Ace Empire, they went back to ECW tonight. I wouldn't say that. There was something vibrant, though, about this show. I don't know how to describe it. Maybe we'll get in towards that towards the end with our thoughts, but you're on to something, Ace. You're not wrong about that. Uh, Dakota Cairo, Team Kick. Cool, cool. Uh, Chris Azuba said, will you get the star of the show, his own mic so we can hear him better, and his own lighting, Derek, is the show. <laughs> Chris, you can tell Derek to do the work that comes along with this show, too. <laughs> uh, Rob said, Gringo Killer. I Yeah, I always call it the Vertebraker. I, I first saw it when, um, who used to do it? Was it Shane Helms in WCW? Yeah. Yeah, he used to have that move. Uh, Jocelyn said, don't know why, but always cringe at thumbtacks. Me, too. I think you just can't see that. Uh, there's, there's no other choice but to cringe. I mean, <laughs> hey. 
Hey, Zeus, need more thumbtacks. A says thumbtacks are the best part. You guys are tripping tonight with that. Uh, let's see here. Dakota. Sick. What's going on, brother? Malik's in the house. What's good, Malik? Oh, Doug wants the lawnmower 3.0. Doug, you're in time. You're in time. I did not skip you, Dakota. You were in the middle. First come, first serve up in here. The lawnmower 3.0, though. If you want a proper cut, this is what you go to. The lawnmower 3.0 is designed for groin grooming. This thing is a beaut. You can use it, fellas, ladies, whoever needs it. And I got your back on it. If you guys use my promo code, EPWSHOW, all one word, you guys can get 20% off and free delivery. So what are you waiting for? Get yourself this item or get it as a gift for somebody. Go to manscaped.com, promo code EPWSHOW, all one word, 20% off. We're going to keep it nice and easy tonight. Oh, no, we're not. No, we're yeah. not. Can't do it that way, bro. Not only will I thank you, your balls will thank you too. So do the right thing here. Do the right thing. Also, when it comes down to this tonight, we also have to talk about our good friends at powerslam.tv. If you guys listen to the audio version of the show, always at the end I have powerslam.tv. They are a great sponsor with the podcast. If you guys like independent pro wrestling, go to powerslam.tv, put in the promo code EPW show once again, all one word, and you guys can get free pro wrestling for 1 month on your boy. Uh, also, big shout out to my good friends at Everything College Basketball, sister side of the podcast. Greatly appreciate them. They got a great Facebook group and a wonderful podcast. Make sure you guys check them out as well as us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And last but not least, we got to shill some t-shirts. I did not get to shill any of them this weekend. 35% off right now on Public. If you guys go on there, Public will give you 35% off. Get yourself an Everything Pro Wrestling shirt. Go in the link tree below and go to the Public store. Find a design that you like, and Rob, yell at him. He is working on the designs for Derek stuff, all right? So push that, Chris. There you go. <laughs> all right, let's get into this. Um, Sick said he was just watched Snoop versus DMX battle in a Twitch chat, uh, and Mazda Streamers got mad because I said the West Coast took an L. <laughs> Man, I was watching part of that too, though, uh, in the background uh, during the commercials of this. People are talking LAX. Jocelyn, it was my first time seeing Eddie not watching AEW. Oh, okay. All right, Jocelyn, tell me what you thought of him, uh, if you have any thoughts. Broken, what's good? He says he's trolling in here. Um, people are talking thumbtack bumps in the house. Guys, we got to keep it moving, though. Um, so afterwards, the announced team runs down the card, the usual. Uh, we're going to go through all of those matches. John Moxley's promo tonight. It's a good promo. John Moxley held it down as far as the promos go, in my opinion. Uh, Moxley came in there. He was intense. Uh, I really liked the fact that he was in your face. He talked about what he did to Cage. He said, I told you what I was going to do. I delivered on it. And my favorite part was at the end when he said, yeah, Cage, you didn't beat me. And he kind of flipped the belt up. Yep. And I was like, ooh, so well done. Moxley's promo mm -hmm. game tonight was A1. I'm telling you, it was really good. Any thoughts, D? That's... um. Not much to say about it. It did what it was supposed to do. Um, th this is what a promo should be every time when a promo gets cut. You know, they're, they're, you should just be able to sit there and be like, "All right, that was good. That was good. I like it." You know, straight to the point. But his his whole demeanor, though, that was 
I think that, for me, is what made the promo. The promo itself was good if you take it out and just listen to it. Like, visually, or take it, take it out visually and listen to it. That promo is good, but then when you put the vision with how it, um, how it looks and how it sounds, that's like, uh, all right. Mox actually shows how crazy he is to some extent, but it, 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 um, it is what it is. <laughs> it's going to be a shirt. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this, and I thought it was well done as far as Moxley goes. Malik Murray has a question. What's going on, Malik? Shout out to you. He said, uh, who's going to face John Moxley? I think right now... The point we're in, uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit once it gets to Cage, but it looks like Mox is going to be in a tag team feud just for a little bit. He's making a pit stop before All Out. Yeah. Uh, we don't know who his opponent's going to be yet, but I think we're going to get there. So they got two, they got time. They got almost two months yeah, to fill. Yeah. So we'll have to go on the journey and see what they do here. Um, six, that can my boy Darby stop getting beat up? We'll get into that. Jocelyn says, yet to see, a Mo- yet to see Mox deliver a bad promo. See? You agree with that? I agree with it. I'm down with it. Um, A said all the former LAX members are in AEW. We should not say LAX. You never know who could sue us for that. Even the airport. You never know. But yeah, they all are in AEW. Ace, you are correct on that. Uh, Jesus says he can see a triple threat at All Out. Jesus, let us know who. Connor, what's good, brother? Um, Let's get into the next match here. We had MJF with Wardlow getting ready to take on Jungle Man. I'm just kidding. It's uh, your boy, Griff Garrison. Who the is Griff Garrison? <laughs> Griff Garrison let you know his name tonight. <laughs> MJF cut a promo on this man terribly. First, shout out to MJF for the beautiful Burberry boots he came out rocking. I thought Those, it was a nice touch to his character. Those are dope. I didn't notice them until you mentioned them. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me look. Oh, they got uh, uh, Burberry uh, trim on it. Yeah, I like it. I thought it was a great way to enhance his character, let him do what he does best, and I thought MJF was great on his promo. He got he got Griff Garrison's name out there, number one. Yes. Um, at the same time, MJF got over while Griff Garrison did as well. So now he's a more recognized name, but MJF was still the focus of this match. Exactly. Uh... <laughs> Broke said Jungle Man. B-Boy Skyline said MJF was on fire in this. Uh, Connor put the real words in there. Who the F is Griff Garrison? Uh, yes, so this match went back and forth. Honestly, during the commercial breaks and everything, I was trying to catch the tweets. You know, I'm trying to win contests, too, from AEW. Right, yeah. And MJF just looked like he was beating the hell out of this kid throughout the entire segments. And he really just beat him down bad. Yeah, um... But you know what though this this opens the door for him. You know you, you wrestled um, MJF, and I mean, did you really get any offense in? Not too much, but it was supposed to be what it was supposed to be. I think somewhere down the line, I'd say very soon, Griff is gonna have that kind of um, that potential where he's like, all right, you know, I can show exactly what I can do. Uh, and you know what? I, I want to say there may be a possible feud between him and MJF coming down the line. Maybe. Maybe. Now, uh, a lot of people are saying, say I'm undefeated. MJF eventually grabbed the microphone in the match and made him say it. And he actually did. But uh, MJF, 
you know, he got rolled up almost mm-hmm. after getting pie-faced by the kid. Got overzealous with it. Yeah, that was a close call, too. They did a good job of teasing it, but MJF <laughs> hits the heat seeker. This, this this dude on that roll-up, man, he was like, oh! <laughs> Yo, because I thought they were going to make him lose, and I would have been pissed. Uh, MJF hits the heat seeker, which is kind of a Randy Orton DDT style, but with a pile driver off of the second rope. He throws the opponent to the apron, catches you in like a a pile driver position, jumps up, and then just plants your head. I like it. I think this will be a much more effective finisher, one of them at least for him. I I think it will be very effective. The Fujiwara armbar is great, but... Traditional. Yeah, it's just kind of air too. Yeah, wow. I, but but you know what though, I gotta say that's the first time I've seen anybody do that. I have never seen anybody do it. it kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, well, what what the hell was that? I've seen it a couple times, but MJF hits it beautifully. Like I thought it was very well done when it uh, came. That down was to executed it. very well. I'm, hey, I'm willing to see it again. You know, most people have one to two finishers. He uh, he had the Fujiwara armbar. I was looking for something just a little bit different than that, and I got what I what I asked for. Now, Jocelyn brought up a good point in the chat. She said, you had to watch BTE to know who he was. Yes, but yes. me and Jesus, Team AEW Dark, I've seen him on there before that too. But I think BTE is doing a great job of getting some of these guys over. So Jocelyn's point goes unmatched. You need to watch BTE, and I think you'll find little nuggets of information, and it'll help you understand why certain things are funny, why things work. And I think it just enhances things sometimes. I know sometimes they rely on it a little too much for a casual viewer to, like, what's going on here with this? And they try and be cutesy with things, but I think it gives you a deeper insight into other oh, things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it is a, de- a deeper insight. So you, you, that that's something that you got to have in the mix. You know, if it's not there, you're just kind of missing... Everything doesn't fall into place like it should if you, if you don't get it that way. Six said, MJF beat the garrison out of Griffin. Rob said, say it with your chest. Chris DeZuba said, do we get Burberry trim on the EPW shirts? Talk to Rob about that, all right? He's the designer. Um, we'll have to see. Moxley versus Darby versus Cage and have MJF wait for full gear, Conrad. All right, Jesus. All right, I like that idea. That, 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 is, that, that is a good idea. That could work. I just wonder how long you can hold MJF down for this. Because uh, he's still undefeated, technically. Not, not too much longer. Uh, Jocelyn says, I think they may be waiting until the fans get back for a title match. Possibly. Possibly, yeah. Uh, bump M. Douche F. <laughs> he's doing his job, if you're mad at him. Uh, Rob says, not if Taz keeps bearing his gimmick uh, on commentary on Dark. Come on now. Come on. Rob hates Taz's commentary. (laughs) Um, Doug said, woo, heat seeker. Uh, PR Nightmare says, I didn't get notified today. PR, do me a favor. If you guys aren't getting the notification for it and you want it, uh, click the little notification bell. What the hell? Hit the bell, and uh, it'll pop up for you. Set it to however you'd like it to. Not here to force you guys to do that stuff, but if you want the notifications for when we go live once or twice a week, it'll pop up that way once you guys get it. Uh, A says sick. You can't blame him uh, for getting beat up. Darby Allen uh, always asking for trouble. Uh, Damian Joseph said, I got a question. You think MJF is going to fire Wardlow? I'll let you take that one, D. Um, I, th- I, think, it, I think that's what's going to happen, but the buildup is to the point where... Um, you know what? I, honestly, I don't think... I, I take that back. I don't think MJF is going to fire him. I think Wardlow is going to walk off because mm-hmm. they're going to have a altercation 
Because they already had that small little skirmish there where uh, MJF was like, wait, time out. Did you just say skirmish? Yeah. Go ahead, carry on. <laughs> um, so they had that little altercation where it's like, MJF was like, what are you good for? So I, I think that that's going to further. And, and I love how they just we just randomly forgot about <laughs> it. I'm like, no, yo, he said something to you disrespectful. I think Wardlow's going to quit on him personally. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think MJF is going to fire him. I think it's more so Wardlow's going to turn his back on him and attack him. And I I feel that that I'm I guess you want to say speculating when MJF has the title. That'll be the time where. Um, Wardlow will turn mm, mm, to get a title match. That could possibly, be interesting. Yeah, possibly get a title match, or he, or he's just flat out fed up with him. Uh, Six said he didn't like the move. Looks like a developmental move similar to the overdrive, like when MVP Randy Orton and a bunch of people use it. Yeah. It could be. I, I'm not mad at Sick for thinking that. I I don't see it too often, so I'm cool with it. Uh, I like it. Rob says he's not getting a cease and desist from Burberry, so I think you have your answer, Chris, on that. Um, Darby Allen for Tony Hawk Pro Skater Remastered. Oh, the that's first, coming. The first time MJF loses, he's going to blame Wardlow, thus starting the rivalry between them. Yes, Good point, go. Sick. There you go. Why are you hating on Derek's vocabulary, son? I went. I was in vocabulary class with this dude. Like, what are you talking about? I just wanted to know why he used the word skirmish. Derek doesn't use that word in everyday talking. I don't. <laughs> and, and honestly, I, I didn't. I didn't have any plans on using that. It just kind of came up. Jocelyn says, "No lie, I think of Ricky Spanish when I hear Ricky Stark's name." Yes, Ricky Spanish. I love Ricky Spanish. Ricky, stop. Spanish. Stop it before someone starts staying in Stelio's Cantos right now. Stelio. Stelio Cantos. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google it after this. <laughs> You'll have a blast. Um, let's talk about Britt Baker backstage. We get Britt Baker with Reba, Rebel, whatever you want to call her, and Tony Schiavone. I like the, tr- the trio is back together. Rebel's the real name. I like Rebel. But Britt calls her Reba. Reba. Disrespectful. <laughs> um... Britt Baker goes on this tirade. Apparently, her nose is busted now. I don't know if she got jam braided or if she was getting a nose job. She got more than jam braided. <laughs> Mine or no? Was it Marsha Brady who got hit in the was face? Marsha, yeah. I'm old as hell, bro. I don't even remember this stuff anymore. One of the Brady kids. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. You know all that BS. Yeah. So she gets hit in the face. She's got her nose in a protective, you know, mask kind of thing where it's holding it down. She's got the puffy eyes, though, like she got it broken again. Maybe they did do something to her nose, but she is still on track to return it all out, and she brings up comeback season. She gives you a never count out a role model was, like, reason number four for her stupid BS that's on the chart, (laughs) and she says that she is coming back, but better than Tiger at the Masters in 2019, Better than Rocky and Rocky Four when he had to uh, get in the ring with the big Russian. And better than Michael Jordan on the Wizards. And they were talking about the NBA returning tonight on TNT. It's their big money maker. It's their primary source of income. I get it. So Tony Schiavone then goes to correct her and says, Well, Britt, uh, out of all of Michael Jordan's returns, the Wizards one really wasn't the best. They didn't make the playoffs. And she just calls Tony an asshole flat out right in front of there. This dude loses it and starts laughing. And then uh, she tells Reba or Rebel to shut up. (laughs) And freaking terrible. (laughs) I thought it was a funny segment. It was a funny segment. Um, 
Britt Baker in this position is gold on top of gold. It is um, it's what you you ask for out of a heel who didn't start out as a heel that had to be forced to be a heel because it fit better for her character. I, I think it worked out. I liked it. PR PR Nightmare wrote Marsha, Marsha, Marsha in the chat. Sean Harrington. What's up, Sean? Glad to have you in here, my brother. Yes, yes. Uh, Sean says she had issues with her nose ever since last year. She stated on the AEW podcast. I'm a little behind on that. Uh, don't know if I'm even going to catch up, but we'll see. Uh, Six said her face healed up nicely after the surgery. Saw a post-surgery photo of Britt Baker, and boy, it was a slobber knocker. Mm. Uh, Jocelyn said, uh, I can't with Adam Cole's girlfriend. Uh, she's a heel. Uh, Brit- oh, I can't do that. What? Yeah, uh, yeah, you better hold it down. We had this video pulled for some <laughs> reason. Uh, Rob said she had a deviated septum, repaired recently, but blamed it on the big swell throwing the paper at her face. Terrible. Uh, let me see here. Jocelyn says she needs to stop. Damien says, I think uh, they're going to make... Nick Aldis go to AEW uh, if they make a four horsemen for MJF with MJF. Ooh. You never know. Bring that NWA championship with you. Jocelyn says Bailey is the better role model out of her and Britt Baker. That can be debated, I think. Yes. Um we may have to have a separate conversation about that. That that may have to that may be podcast newsworthy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll save it though. I'll save it. We're gonna because we gotta see how the runs end too. Yeah. As yeah. far as that goes. Uh six said now nah, whenever you have surgery on your nose, it looks like someone punched you in the face. I broke my nose during a judo competition once. I felt her pain. Uh, I have never broken a bone. Knock on wood somewhere. I have. Remember what was it, two thousand sixteen I broke it playing basketball up at the uh, at Gloria J. What'd you break? My nose. Did not know that. Yeah. Yep, I broke my nose playing. Uh, guy went for a pass, swiped, hit my face. Was this when we were in the league? Yeah. Oh, we had, we had won the championship that day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had won the championship. Oh. Bloodbath. <sighs> but I, I know I know what that... Dude, dude, sorry, the brute music had to come out when he said bloodbath. Where is she? Uh, Rob said, do you think Brit's an effective heel? It seems more the more she heals it up, the more people like her. I th- Don't you think? I think that's fans just being cute today, man. That's just what it is. They like heels. Yes. But you know what, though? I don't, I don't really look at this as heel. This doesn't remind me of, of a heel person. This reminds me of someone who's... Well, I think the reason why it, it, it works so well is because I feel like this is how Britt Baker would be if she was an asshole. I think she's better this way, though, than when she was a baby face. Yes. Uh, B-Boy Skyline comes in with the triple threat and says, Smiley Kylie Ray is the best role model. Oh, here we go. Mm. This is a conversation that's going to have to continue another time as we uh, work our way through this. I apologize if you see me looking down. Sometimes it's going too fast in the stream for me to try to catch everybody's stuff, so I'm trying to scroll back and get everybody's comments in. Like I said, show by the fans, for the fans. And if you guys are enjoying this, don't forget to hit that like button for me. See a couple people in here who haven't yet. Hopefully I can convince you. Maybe subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Help a brother out. Your stuff should pop up across the screen as well. Um, All right. Let us get into Taz's promo real quick. Um, Taz comes out with Cage, talking about the bicep tear. Cage was this close to firing Taz, supposedly, for the the hot garbage of last week, throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. And 
They didn't. Cooler heads prevailed, he said. Right. Uh, Cage is still the FTW champion, not recognized by AEW. Um, it, it wasn't recognized in ECW either, so this title belt really has no lineage, technically, except for Taz and Sabu. A, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a vacant belt with vacancy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird way of putting <laughs> it, but yeah, you're right. Um, so they talk about it, and then here comes Darby Allen. Darby Allen, by the way, sporting a new tattoo on his hand. If you guys didn't see it, I like the little skull. Yeah, it, yeah. His hand looked weird though it when does, I saw it. It does look weird, but when you when you look at it and finally figure out like what it is, it's like, oh, that's dope. But your fingers still look kind of weird, bro. Definitely, dude. So they make it make him look kind of chunky a little bit. Nah, dude. I think his hand just looked weird. I don't yeah. know. Like I felt like. I don't know if I saw, like, a fin from Penguin. I'm going to wait until next week to reserve judgment on it until he's in, like, wrestling clothes. But it looks so weird tonight. Maybe it's just because I'm not used to seeing it, too. But Darby comes out, and if you guys missed AEW Dark, there seems to be some type of alliance now between Ricky Starks, who came out and made the save, and Brian Cage. Ricky Starks was out here in the John Kletas doing some uh, power moves to Darby Allen. Darby got powerbombed inside of the ring. Brian Cage was ready to beat this man down. Yes, he was. He was ready to uh, end this man's career with that powerbomb. Like, uh-uh. Then he picked up his skateboard that he came out with, and he was ready to beat him with that. But then John Moxley comes from out of the crowd to make a save with what? A barbed wire baseball bat ready to swing on fools. If you think about it, this is the second time this has happened? Yeah, Rob, I know. Rob just said Darby got the whole arm done. Oh, I know he did. Maybe it'll look cooler, like I said, once we see the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like this... uh, This this was... um, You know, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I forget. What's the other guy's name? I'm still getting used to him. Uh, The one that came out and attacked Darby first. Uh, Ricky Starks? Ricky Starks. Okay, yeah. Ricky Starks... Um, I do like Ricky Starks, especially Ricky from... Ricky Spanish. <laughs> uh, uh, never mind. But, yeah, Ricky... I thought Ricky did good. Ricky, I thought R- Ricky no, held no, no, it down. No. Don't, don't get me wrong. Ricky Ricky did good. Um, I, I think I think he grew on to me just, uh, you know, from watching him wrestle Cody and then uh, doing this. I mean, at first I was confused because I'm like, well, wait a minute, what's he attacking him for? I haven't been watching Dark lately, so I missed it. So now I understand because he informed me. Um, so it further, it further uh, enhances the uh, the likability of Ricky Stark. Me and Jesus were waiting for this the uh, AEW Dark argument. When did these two get together? But I'm glad they showed a video, though. Uh, we were hoping for that. Sean Harrington says, Sabu was FTW champion, so it has somewhat of a lineage. It's not recognized. I'm keeping it there. But I, I hear what you're saying, but... I don't remember. Did Sabu beat someone for it, or did he just get the belt? I think he just got it. I don't remember him beating Taz for it at the end, but maybe he did. Someone, so. if you remember that, let me know. Uh, where was I? Do 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 do. Just lost my place. Uh, Damian Joseph said, "Can Darby get one F and win, please?" Uh, I think he will. I, th- I think Darby's a big superstar for them. He's in this spot for a reason. Yes. Um, Darby's just getting the slow burn. Darby is the one that you don't want to flood the system with. Yeah, because if you do it too fast, he'll burn out really quick, and then you yeah. didn't really get your usage out of him as a, a character. Yeah, you you got to use him sparingly. Um, you can't just throw him in there. It's, it it just doesn't. It works, 
But then, you know, a lot of people are just definitely going to get sick of him. They're like, all right, that's way too much of him. It, it, he, he'll go through the, uh, the Dolph Ziggler syndrome. Ooh, I got one here for you. Sean Harrington says, I'd be so pumped for an Impact versus AEW event someday. I'll go to AEW. Wow, that's that's nice of you. But what, Sorry. Impact could deliver some good matches. Some. Scale of 1 to 10? We're not getting into this right now. Check out my Slammiversary review if you guys are Impact Wrestling fans. Uh, Sean Harrington said he did beat Taz for it. Did he? Oh. I, okay. I don't remember. Uh, Broken says Cody is overrated. Broken, I will 100% disagree with you on that. I think Cody proved tonight he didn't have to get powerbombed on tax. He's one of the EVPs. He could have said no to that. Exactly. He definitely could have said no. Especially to a guy who isn't technically signed to AEW. Let the man rock, bro. Do you think he will get signed? I don't know. I thought he did a good job, but I don't know how mobile he is. Like, he didn't look great in the ring, so I wonder what he would have to provide. He could be a veteran presence there. Yeah, but but you know what, though? Cody Cody isn't the type of person where you got to move kind of quick, you know what I mean? Right, so, but there's other people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, Looking yeah, at the yeah. roster, you got to see how he gets along with everybody, how it works backstage. There's a lot to it. I, I like Eddie Kingston, personally. I've never had a beef with him. I've always enjoyed him. Um... He did win at Dark. Darby did. Yes, he did, Jesus. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Sabu went through all the pain just to win that belt that isn't recognized. Cage is basically holding a glorified weightlifting belt, Six said. Um, and Jesus said he's also in the top five rankings. Thank you, Jesus. He's coming with the facts. He beat Taz, although Taz technically lost on purpose. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I got to go back and look this up now. Uh, having Mox with Darby helps raise him too. Chris Zuba said, "Chris, yes. good point, my good yeah. sir." Um, AEW over Impact. Rockstar says Taz pulled Sabu on him for the pin. Oh yes, you guys are reminding me now of this. Uh, and Broken said, "Sign Eddie Kingston, AEW." Like I said, I won't be mad if he gets signed. Yeah. I just hope that it works for him and it, everything works out. He could though, yeah. but remember, they can't sign everybody because if they do now, when someone pops up and they want them, they're not going to be able to. Right, exactly. And and this goes back to, um, you know, I know you said you mentioned um, about Eddie getting signed, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever happened to the other guy that got signed, or when well, I he didn't get signed, but he showed up. Wrestled with the inner circle, but then just disappeared after that. Jeff Cobb. Jeff yes, Cobb's Jeff not signed to any company, though. He likes to free agent, go around and... Okay. I don't know. He probably just enjoys getting to do different things, different times, and not get stuck in one company being forced for that. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, Sean Harrington. This is the last thing that we're going to move on to uh, some of the other comments that happen here. Uh, if Tony Khan, if I was Tony Khan, I'd make the FTW, uh, if Taz allowed it, to be more of a hardcore title that is only defended in lights out matches, ladders, tables, barbed wire, etc. Jesus says he wouldn't mind that. I kind of like it being a, a renegade outlaw kind of title, though, that yeah. it's not recognized and you get it because you're just a bad MF. It's, it's like the BMF uh, UFC title. Yeah, Sorry yeah. to get like UFC no, into but, it, but, but... No, but but that that's exactly what it is. You know, it's, it's just like that, you know. Um, mm. I mean, what, what, else, what else can you really say? A, a lot of people are saying they'd like to see Eddie Kingston uh, with... Di- Diamante and um, Di- oh, oh, Diamante. Di- excuse me, yes, Diamante and Santana and Ortiz. So they want to see an LAX reunion here from Ooh. Impact. It could. You gotta watch yourself. 
Yes. Well, yes, I don't want any suits coming my way. Uh, let's talk about this women's tag team tournament. I know Rob wanted to hear my thoughts earlier, and I kind of told him, wait until the show. Women's tag team tournament. Um, I can't even think of what the hell they said. Now, there was a promo tagline with this, and I don't think I wrote it down. But it sounded like it was like a, like a lethal lottery kind of tournament. It sounds like there's going to be 16 women, uh, eight teams in total, and it's for like a cup that yeah. they're going to win. Yeah. Um, it seems like the, the beginnings of a possible ta- women's tag belts. They're trying to test the waters to see if it works. I, my- I, would, I would leave it alone, no tag belts. Just keep it like a tournament. Right. Me too. Maybe I'm fine with the tournament. Maybe just get some eyes on new talent or whatever, and also get reps for your current people. But your women's division is not ready for this. Like with all due respect to AEW, and this is no disrespect to the women performers, but this shit ain't on point right now. Like no. we gotta we gotta make sure stuff is laced up right. You can't just have. Uh, we gotta make sure she doesn't even have any contenders right now. This women's division, I feel like, is a puzzle that's not put together. Right. So mm-hmm. we got pieces missing everywhere. We got a soggy piece over here. We got a broken piece over here. We need a new puzzle. We need to figure out. Okay, let's take the pieces that we have, put them in this box, and try to put this puzzle together. The tag division puzzle, that shit's across the floor. That's mounted up on your wall. Right. You're like, yo, check this out. Your tag division is good. Your men's division, solid. You don't have to really worry about that. You've got a number of good people who can fill in roles. You've got some up-and-comers who are rising up to the occasion to fill in roles on that. This women's division is what needs the attention, the focus, and the work, in my opinion. I agree. Um, this is one of the weakest, if not the weakest, uh, women's division. Um it has to be polished, okay? There's not, there's no um, dancing around it. The women's division in AEW is the weakest, and it needs to be polished. Needs to be some maybe cut in half to figure out what you need to do. Hold on here, brother. I'm looking up this uh, tag team tournament right now to just see if I can figure out what the name of it was. Uh. You looking it up, too? Yeah. Um, Let me see here. Let me see who finds it first. Here it is. Uh, fudge Sickles. I'm trying to power through this. Hold on. I got the sound off so that way we don't see it or hear it. it they did a nice ad with a bunch of people in it. Nyla Rose was in it. Uh, you know, Brandy and Allie will be a tag team. Rob was pointing out the deadly draw coming this summer. So this is going to be a summertime oh, yeah, tournament. Yeah. Sorry about that. Like, I could not remember because I thought I wrote it down, but I apparently didn't. But the Deadly Draws, the AEW tournament, I say keep this as a cup thing for right now. You don't need women's tag titles. I I always feel women's tag titles are watered down in any company that they're in because you never have enough talent for it. So don't do it. No, I I agree. When When you have that, you get that we have one team system and... Everybody else is a team, but we're only behind this one team until somebody can beat them. You know what I mean? Like, it's we're hiding behind this team. We're banking <laughs> off of this team right now. So, sick caught me. That's my uh, what I'm at work swears. Fudge sickles. Fudge sickles. <laughs> um, 
Jesus said, please no women's tag titles. Sean has the same impression I do. I think this is to see if it'll work. Yeah. To see yeah. if we have something here. I mean, maybe. I'm definitely going to give it a shot um, and then base my opinion off of the. The, the full the full results after after everything happens, if if I feel like it deserves to stay, I'll say it. You know, now it's not up to me, but if it deserves to say stay, I say yes. If not, then I say no. Sean says maybe they know something. I agree, but I'm with Jesus too. The roster is too small for this. You don't have enough people signed. And you're not really taking talent away from anywhere. No. Unless you make these titles belts that travel to, like, AAA, NWA, your other partners. Okay. You get the AW name out there. That works. But they got to figure out what this is going to be and what they want to do with it. Yeah. I, um, and got to do it ASAP. Let's see. Hate to say it, but uh, writing needs to spend time with other companies to develop AEW's women's division. I agree, Jocelyn. They need to focus on storylines for them right now, not worry about tag divisions and everything else. Um, all right, let's. We got to run through this, D. We're we got a lot of stuff still to talk about. Jericho's promo. He comes out uh, in an orange jacket. He is pissed. Alex Marvez kind of laughing at him. He calls Marco Stun an idiot for making fun of him last week for calling him an idiot. And uh, at the end of the promo, the best part was Santana. Does my jacket smell orange? He smells them. Yeah. He says yeah. <laughs> and then he then they look at him and they smack Santana like, why did you say that? He's like, well, I wasn't gonna lie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they did a really good job there with that. Uh, nice tidbit of comedy without getting too silly. Yeah, it, it didn't have it. Did, it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, another another shirt. It did what it was supposed to do. Take it easy on the merch, bro. Just saying. There's only so much money I have to pass I'm, out. I'm throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Uh, Rob says he's guessing some teams real quick for this. So he's got, uh, I think it's, is it Rachel, Rachel Chanel, MJ Jenkins, uh, Diamante and Ivelisse, the Nightmare Sisters, Yuka and Rio, Britt Baker, Hater and Priestley, Swole and Sheeta, and Ford, <laughs> Ford and the Scrub. Terrible. Um... You never know, though, who could pop up with... Uh, it could be Sadie Gibbs. Might be, Ford. I think there will be something uh, that will surprise all of us. Um, there's still there's still a lot of free agents out there. And there's going to be more coming up, too. Exactly. So somebody might trickle through the door, and we might see something new. I think we'll see some a, a brand-new tag team um, and a brand-new uh, female coming in. Which I, I enjoy. I enjoy it. Even though this is the weakest division, I still enjoy it because I know what they can do and they have done things that were spectacular. Yes. False Count Anywhere match. I have to get into this. So we're going to talk about this car crash style because I'm not going to be able to remember everything that happened in this. Mm-hmm. Young Bucks randomly say, you know what, let's get the False Count Anywhere match started right now. And they have referee Rick Knox with them. They're bringing them backstage. The Butcher and Blade, shout out to Casey, are backstage chopping up meat in the kitchen. Right. Yep. I like it. They're just, you know, pounding meat. And uh, they're just back there doing their thing. That's not even the scariest part in this match. So eventually they they stop, and like real butchers, they wash their hands, and then they come over, and they're ready to fight. They start brawling with these dudes, and people are going over tables. People are getting penned on the uh, the big metal tables like you yes. see at the airport or in a butcher shop, yep, whatever. Yep, yep. And let me say this. Nick Jackson, 
I don't know what you were thinking, bro, when you went across the table, but there was a knife on that table, and he could have cut his ass, Listen. literally. Listen. I don't, yo, tripping, bro. Yeah, he definitely was tripping with that one, but you know what, though? Um, I even have the nose, Nick Jackson's crazy as F for yeah, doing that. He, he was, he was for doing that. Like, that was one of those situations where you just like, all right, Brody, chill. <laughs> and I got to shout out Mr. Warren Hayes for this because he always says, hey, guys, this match is fun. That's exactly how I felt watching this. This match gave me SmackDown 1, like on the original PlayStation vibes. They're yep, in the yep. kitchen fighting, jumping over things. <laughs> uh, they're in the back of trucks backstage doing flips and dives out. This was some really good stuff here. Uh, reminded me of like the classic hardcore matches. They brawl, they brawl, they brawl. They get back into the arena. They set up tables on top of the ramp. Right. And the Young Bucks, they do all of these great super kicks. This was a good fight. Like, Matt was bleeding in this. They really busted their asses in this match. And I think Butcher and Blade elevated themselves. These yes. two are underdogs in the tag division. Yes, although I do feel like um, they're being not completely underutilized, but... <laughs> Somebody said they remind me if Popeye and Bluto formed a tag team. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, shout out to the Buffalo Boys. I see B-Boy Skyline putting it in there. But they, they went on top of tables. We get a stereo elbow drop swanton at the same time. Both the Butcher and the Blade are penned by the respective Young Bucks. One, two, three. Hell of a match, in my opinion. Yeah, um, this was definitely a better showing for uh, the Butcher and the Blade. I'm glad that they got this opportunity because it, I really like them. I feel like they're being screwed just a little bit. Just a little bit because oh. they should be in in this division. You know, it's it's like it's not it's not happening, and I don't want them to get that. Um, I don't want them to go to that situation where it's like, okay, Butcher and the Blade, they're good wrestlers, but we're not advancing them. You know, what I, I, mean? feel, I feel like they're getting their chance though. Like they were on the indie scene for a long time. They're older too. Yeah, but but you know what? I, I just don't I just don't want anybody to sit there and say like. They're good. Maybe they'll get a chance somewhere down the line, like sometime this year, later this year, or early next year. They and could be. I think they're just like that dark horse tag team. Like they're gonna win a match one day and surprise everyone. Everyone's like, right. "What is this?" So, but, but I, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, put put them down um, for AEW Dark. Honestly, I don't want to take them off the main card, but put them there just so that they. Because um, I just feel like they're stuck in a rut. You know what I mean? They, they had. When was the last time they really won a match? Dark. Once and again, Jesus, tell them watch Dark. Um, yeah, but this was good. This then goes to a backstage interview segment. Alex Marvez finds Lance Archer and Jake the Snake, and they thought he was being rude. He said, no, I was actually looking for you guys to talk to you. And Jake said, here, follow him. Oh, he goes into boy. the locker room and beats the shit out of four people backstage. I said jobbers. I don't care. He beats the shit out of these dudes. Literally, somebody's head goes through a ceiling. The last guy he beats up, he just picks him up and throws him through the ceiling. Holy shit. Grabs him, little kid style, by his <laughs> jeans or whatever, and picked him up. Uh, Derek, if you could demonstrate. He suitcased him. Like you do like a little kid. You know, like the intern. Suitcase. <laughs> Suitcase. He just picked him up, and then he walks him out, and then he picks him up and dumped him in the trash can like he was a freshman on Freshman Friday, dude. Ugh. Feet dangling upside down. Lance Archer is a bully. I love this segment. And he threw him in there pretty hard, too. Dude. He was like, <laughs> dude, he slam dunked him in there. NBA on TNT style. 
the arena. <laughs> the, another plug. Um, yeah, they did a good job with this. Oh, man. Um, next, we've got a matchup here between who Rob thinks will be a potential tag team, Diamante versus Ivelisse. Uh, Ivelisse had some problems earlier on social media with Jack Evans in regards to their Lucha Underground days. Uh, you're going to have to go and look up all of that issues. I'm not getting too deep into that muddy in the waters because I like Ivelisse. I think she's a heck of a performer, and I want to see her signed by AEW or someone. Someone give this woman a job. She's good. Um, and I hope that they get past their issues, too, because, yeah, you got into a screaming match. Okay, it's pro wrestling, guys. That's just what happens. It is what it is. Yeah, but... I, I they at the point now where you can call them there are you know not them but their attitude stone cold esque because it's more so of stone cold doing what he was doing you know he would just ran his mouth and all that kind of stuff but he was you know they weren't gonna get rid of him they needed him so why is this Kind of like the same thing. And I'm sorry, Jesus is correct. They both need to get signed. I keep thinking that uh, Diamante signed for some reason. I don't know why I keep thinking that. But um, in this match, they had a good back and forth. Big Swole got a little interview. Uh, cut a quick promo on Britt Baker. This is setting up a match for All Out, if you guys can't tell. Yeah. This is going to be the big return. I wonder who they put over in this. I'm not ready to have those talks yet. But good match here. Um and they had a, a nice back and forth. Nothing that you, I would say is impressive, but it was solid. A yes. solid match between these two. Uh, Diamante gets the win with a roll-up. A nice shocker of a win because it looked like Ivelisse was going to put her away, and she just right. rolled her up. Yet again, another another uh, situation where a finisher was not used for the win. The, a finishing move doesn't have to be what it says uh, as a finishing move. Like We don't have to do this every single time. We see it. Every single time when it's done, let's just do something a little bit different. A roll up, sleeper hole, sleeper hole. Like when was the last time you seen somebody get put in a sleeper hole and they, they lost? Yeah, hold on here. Yaya Shabazz it not wrestling related, but what's the Bills record going to be this year? I'm going to say a wild prediction of uh, ten and six. Ten and six. Yeah, I'm a Bills fan. Uh, he's a Patriots fan. I want to make this known. Or are you a Buccaneers fan? You, I'm giving you a chance to switch it up. I don't know if Brady's your boy. No, well, I've been a Buccaneers fan before with Mike Allstott. All right, I'll allow it. And so, work done so you're going to cheer for them, but you're still a Patriots fan. I'm guy. still a Patriots fan, yeah. This dude was a fan when George Washington was on the helmet, though, with exactly. uh, <laughs> Drew Bledsoe. You know, uh, Bill Parcells, Terry Glenn. What do you think Bill's record is, it, though? Do you think um, they make the playoffs? I think they... I think... Yes, I think they make the playoffs. I will go... Uh, what you said, ten and six. Yeah, eleven and five. Okay, I, I almost said eleven and five, but I think that's one win too many. We're going to be a wild card like we usually are. I feel. I, I, if anything, I think the Patriots will be a wild card first. Mm, you think we finally win the East this year? I'm think, hoping so, but when we when I saw Cam Newton picked up, I wasn't sure. It, it all depends on how how um, Bill plays things out because you because it, it's going to be front you know um, back and forth between Cam and. Uh, the uh, quarterback that they got now. We already know Brian Hoyer, he's there just to coach, basically. Right. Um, I see people asking about, is Ricochet going to AEW? He should, should, in my opinion. Rey Mysterio should as well. I mean, if you guys are sick of it, go play the field. There's a lot of opportunities. Go to Impact. Go do whatever. Does he go with an intact eye? Uh, Jesus said the Bills are trash. F them. F you, Jesus. Uh, Don't you dare talk about the Buffalo Bills. 
All right. Um, do let's. Do you think if Ray goes back, does he go with his eye intact? Moving on. Five, <laughs> a.k.a. Allen Angels versus Adam Hangman Page here. Uh, this was a quick match. We all know Page was winning this. Yeah. Uh, or was it, yeah, Allen, is it Allen Angels or Angles? I think it's Angles. I think it's Angles. I, I said Angels by accident, probably because I'm thinking sports teams. Uh, Allen Angles uh, does his thing in this. He's known as Five now. He gets beat up. Dark Order shows up on the stage in the middle of the match. This is Evil Uno, Stu Grayson. Uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds they just been cracking me up on BTE watch BTE if you want to see how funny those two are um, in the match Paige wins he he wins with like some type of powerbomb move according to Derek don't blame me if it's wrong Derek said he powerbombed the dude he did uh, Mr. Brody Lee comes out with Colt and they try to convince Hangman Paige to join the group drink the Kool-Aid uh, Paige said no thanks I don't join Colts and he walks away and just says, hey, uh, you've made a big mistake. And Colt looks like the confused little kid who's not supposed to see the mafia beat up like someone's dead. He's like, come with me, son. You don't need to see this. And <laughs> yeah, Colt's yeah. like, yeah, these guys are great, man. We've been winning matches together. What's going on? Now just follow me, my boy. Yeah. And This, uh, is, this is your new home. <laughs> the the beatdown happens. And lo and behold, who comes out with the save, Derek? His partner, Ooh. Kenny. No. <laughs> FTR come out with a cooler and bust it right upside the Dark Order's head, and they are out there to brawl. Uh, yeah. Beer cans flying. I don't know who got hit with it first, but they definitely caught a mean one. What's uh, Five's name? Because I think Five got hit with it first. Uh, Alan Angels. Hey, yeah. Angles, excuse me. Um, Angles. I think Five got hit with it first, and then um, somebody else jumped in after that. But this goes back to what I said before. Beginning of the end. Omega eventually makes his way out, but it's a little too late. And FTR yes. share a beer with Hangman Page. It seems like FTR are getting closer to Page than his tag partner. Yeah, so... Friction! Exactly. Let's make it happen, Captain. Derek's waiting to see this final breakup of everything that's happening. Oh, yeah. Broken said happened. Kenny's a fake friend. Can't wait to see Page uh, and FTR versus Kenny and the Bucks. That is going to be a main event match. Chris is correct on that. Laugh out loud. Uh, I love that Brody pulled uh, Colt away before the attack. Me too, Sean. That was great. Uh, FTR ran out because they sure as hell couldn't dive, drive out after last week. Terrible. Uh, Kenny came out way too late. Also think they're keeping Colt uh, away from Kenny because... Uh, of the BTE stuff where Colt goes near Kenny. Kenny mm. will do something to him. I think that's leading to a match, too, between them. And the beginning of the end. And Omega is going to turn heel on Paige, people are starting to think now. Nah. Yeah, we gotta see. We gotta nah, see. I, I think... I think You think it's the opposite, still? You're still standing with I'm Paige? still staying that, that, that same way, but I, I also think that um, for Kenny, I think it's gonna be more so of, like, I'm just gonna walk away. You know what I mean? Like I think I think he'll walk away. Like they'll get into it, and he's like, you know what? F it. I'm out. Peace. You do this on your own. We got time to see what plays out with this. My way's going though. Uh, next week we find out Omega and Paige defend the tag titles against the Dark Order. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll be a good one. We have Sheeta versus Diamante. We have a tornado tag. Darby Allen and Moxley versus Cage and Ricky Starks. They're wasting no time in a Cody open challenge. I, I think that's going to be great. Not the uh, Cody match. I think the tag team match is going to be great. The Cody match is going to be great too, but 
I feel like this one will be the match that you kind of have to just look for it to be match of the night to see if it if it lives up to that potential. Right, um, Derek, they want you to shine. The main event is all yours, my good sir. I will be back once you're done talking about this. Shine, my friend. Shine. Slide right on in. Here. Sit sit in the captain's chair. Alright. Derek Derek's gonna hold down the main event for you guys to explain what has happened. Alright. There you go, Chris. I give the people what they want. <laughs> Alright, folks. So we have the main event. How do I go about this? You know, seeing Chris Jericho and Jake Hager going up against uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy Jack Perry, um, in the words of JR, I like this match. This match was good. Um, I felt like, you know, seeing Jungle Boy do his moves against Chris Jericho and Jake Hager, it, it, Jungle Boy, let's let's just put it like this. Jungle Boy is on his way to be a main eventer. He's still got a little bit more time to go, but I believe a main event type player in Jungle Boy. And I think it's gonna happen soon. Not like not a breakup with the with the um Luchasaurus and uh I don't think it I don't think that'll happen. I think it's just gonna be let's move forward just to see how well we do with this. So seeing him go back and forth with Chris Jericho, I think Chris Jericho is one of those kind of wrestlers who chooses people low-key to um, get them to that point. And I feel like this is, what, third, fourth, fifth match against Jungle Boy and Chris Jericho? And Chris Jericho seems to be taking Jungle Boy under his wing. Um... I would like to see another main event match with Jungle Boy, but other than that, let's let's really get into this. You know, you got Jake Hager. Um, you know, oh, first of all, Chris Jericho comes out with that. Uh, <laughs> comes out with that seven thousand dollar jacket that was white that has now become orange, and I think it looks good, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, what what more can you say? But you know, the, that's courtesy of your boy Orange Cassidy, King of the Sloth style. What more could you ask for? Um, this match was good. Let's get back to that. This match was definitely good. You know, you had, you had some some great back and forth. Uh, Jake Hager and Luchasaurus, though. My man Luchasaurus took a shot to the ear. That was oh I was wondering what Aubrey was doing with the gloves. I'm like, who is bleeding? And then I seen it, I'm like, Luchasaurus. I'm like, oh he definitely took a nice little shot. Um but them going back and forth, I, I really want to see Jake Hager and uh, Luchasaurus go back and forth like in a one on one match. I think that would be an excellent match to see. But, you know, only time will tell on that. We'll see how you know how that goes, but oh, how's it going, brother? You want me back? Oh, you you willing me back in? I'm willing Have you back in. Have the people been begging for me? Hey, I gotta give where credits due. 
Let me see. Ain't nobody say nothing about me in this. <laughs> they, they were happy to have you. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll come back into this. I honestly, I gave this to Derek because I really did miss most of this match because I was uh, taking care of some other things. Um, where are you in this? I mean, basically, I was just talking about how um, Jungle Boy, uh, like how I felt. I felt like Chris Jericho was taking Jungle Boy under his wing, basically, because this is like what the. Fourth or fifth match that they've had. I think Jericho. Him? I think Jericho's. Uh, I think Jericho picks a lot of people. Like right now, I'm telling you guys, the stars. Look at who Jericho has worked with, and it seems like he believes in them. He's had a promo segment with MJF. Right. He had a match with Darby. Had a match with Jungle Boy. Had a match with Orange Cassidy. A pay per view uh, quality match with Orange Cassidy too. Yes. Definitely. Um, he's he's putting these guys over. Yeah, and, and and granted, and that's not even including his group. He's helping his group. Yes. Um, granted, yes. Chris Jericho is up there in age. Maybe he's preparing the new school team to come in, take over, and perform like he like he did since day one. Um, that's something that I would like to see. But you know, all in due time. It's all about giving back to in the world of pro wrestling. Honestly, um, you know what? Similar how I just gave you the ball, told you to run with it. That's the same thing Jericho does each and every week. And uh, I know this sounds like Mr. Rogers or Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood right now with what I just said. But in all honesty, that's what it is. Sometimes you just have to let the person take the ball and run with it. If you're not afraid of your spot being lost at your job or whatever you do, if you know you're that damn good, you never have fear of someone taking your job because you're valuable. Exactly. So that's why you could say, you know what? Take over. You got it. Exactly. Hold it down. Exactly. And I've never been one to fear that. And I think that comes from people like Jericho. No fear. He does what he has to do in this. Um, Jericho at one point tries to grab Floyd. Aubrey Edwards was not having it in this match. Aubrey gets at Jericho's face. I'm surprised he didn't yell, you're a shitty referee once again to her. But uh, this eventually leads to... <laughs> Robert just wrote in the notes, I just saw a shitty ref. <laughs> laugh out loud. <laughs> Terrible. Robert always writes something here to make me laugh on the show. If you guys have never known when he takes notes. So, shout out to Rob. Um, there's a hot tag that happens in this match to uh, Luchasaurus. Cleans house. Marco gets an assist, but for only a near fall this time. And eventually, uh, Serpentiso. Is it Serpentiso? Serpentino? I don't remember. Uh, someone from Dark. Yeah. He wears like the, the serpent mask. Uh, I'm going to say it's Turpin Siso. Uh, uses Floyd to hit Luchasaurus into a code breaker for the W. So, when's the last time we saw Jericho win with the code breaker in AEW? I don't think we've seen him win with that. This might be the first time. I Yeah. I want to say that. Because I want to say he's used it maybe once or twice. But he's never pinned anybody off of it. He's used the Judas effect. Mm, this is true. Uh, PR Nightmare says Jericho is the Undertaker of AEW. Yes, I I will I will agree with that because right now who do you? Who, it's not Cody. Correct. I think Jericho is the cornerstone right now. He's the biggest player that they have. Like yes. he's the biggest known name. He he's the biggest player that you have, and he's the biggest player to get the new players in place. Yes, and I'm not trying to start shit when I say this. You know, he's been using the whole demo god thing. This dude, anything he says is money on a t-shirt. Not talking ratings. I don't want to get into that. Listen, it's been money since he came in to wrestling, period. Yeah. Since since his very first uh, debut on the other show, 
I mean, he's been he's been talking his talk ever since then, and it's always been. Name a time you've ever said like, you know what, Jericho, I'm tired of you. I I don't want to see you anymore. No, he knows how to regulate himself. That's what I'm saying. Like so. I, th- I feel like, and that, that's what I was trying to tell them earlier, like, I feel like he's getting them prepared and learning to get them that way. Jocelyn had the nice breakdown for me. It's Serpentiso. Serpentiso. There you Thank go. you, Jocelyn. Um, we're just going to blame it on Rob's messy handwriting since he wants to write jokes in here. Um, so after the match, this masked gentleman reveals who he is. Derek, who's back in the house? The Spanish God. Sammy Guevara is back. Uh, people are probably happy. I saw a lot of complaining, like, how long is this dude going to be suspended for? He's not getting paid. Well, he's back. He must have finished his sensitivity training. His suspension is up. Um, there was a five-on-three beatdown, and the best friends come out to make the save. Best friends in Jurassic Express versus uh, Inner Circle are is announced for next week's show. Five-on-five. It's going to be a good one. Yes. Um, I gotta say, I love Orange Cassidy's theme. It rocks, dude. It fits his style. Like he's got the slow walk, and it just, just, it's just like how Chris Jericho's music hits. And when he walks out, just like this is how this fits me. So then you look at Orange Cassidy and his music. That he's got the same kind of kind of style to it. So I'm like, I like this. Wow, because y'all don't listen. My handwriting takes a hit. (laughs) We told you to be on this review, damn it. And you ditched us, Rob. You ditched us. You left us out, brother. You left us out. We're going to have to talk about this when your contract comes up. You know? (laughs) I'm kidding, though. No, I can read Rob's notes. Uh, Rob just always writes something silly in here, though. Like I said, that makes me laugh. Uh, Let's see. told you, too. It played out exactly like I said it would. I said he's going to sensitivity training. He's going to be suspended without pay. And I think Sammy played it right, too, with the entirety of... <sighs> Sammy played it smart by posting a video. He did not monetize the video, so he didn't want to make money off of it. I think that was very smart of him. And I will also say that when it came down to it, Sammy seemed like he was really sorry. He apologized on social media. He handled his business like a man. I'm done with it. Like, yeah, I'm I, not going to harp on the dude. Like, I feel like there's no, no forgiveness for some of these things. There's going to be people who are going to bring it up constantly for the next year or so. Listen, there, there, there's there's going to be no forgiveness for everything. You can you can look at somebody wrong, and then you you can look at somebody and somebody will say, "Oh, that that offends me." You can say something, and someone else can turn it into something else that it doesn't need to be. The, the world we live in, let's just put it this way, the world we live in is soft. Okay? <laughs> soft. We're done with Derek's rant of the day. See, you get, you get this man's blood pressure going up. I'm just, I'm just saying, dude, like, come on. He said something? Yes. Okay, do I, do I agree with what he said? No. It was, a, it was a dumb mistake of him to say that. Especially on a platform that he's already on, and he's in the, he's in the public eye. You have to watch what you say. He did what he was supposed to do. Be done with it. Keep going forward. Rob says it's pronounced Serpentico. Listen, Who cares? It's, it's pronounced he's on Dark, all right? That's the end of this. He's on AW Dark. And guess what? Sammy got the reveal tonight. He got the pop in his costume. Exactly. That's the end of it. Um, 
Is it pop or soda pop? It's pop, bro. I'm from Buffalo. <laughs> just letting you know. And here come, I know PR is about to get on me. Uh, let's see here. Sean said, no, nah, I think Cody will lose one of his open challenges or lose to Darby or MJF. Orange Cassie will eventually win the title, though, and I'd be fine with that. I can see that. Yes. Uh, Doug is writing soft in the chat. <laughs> PR wrote soft first. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Broke his head is similar to the Matt Riddle situation. I'm not even going to speak on that because I don't know everything. That's the truth with that. Uh, Jericho's theme song is way better than Orange Cassidy's theme song, Ace says. I got to I gotta get an up-close listen. To me, Cody and Jericho have the top two themes, though. Uh, the benefits package. Oh, I'm not even repeating that, Rob. I'm sorry. I didn't know you guys were having a little personal conversation in the chat there. I will uh, stay away from that. <laughs> Almost repeated that on air. Lip seal, brother. But, folks, this is it right now. Uh, I want to know, was AEW tonight a thumbs up or a thumbs down for me for you guys? Let me know. Oh. Oh. That was yours? You're ready? Yeah, I'm oh, Okay, you scared me, bro. I thought you were about to poke me in the eye or no, something. No, no, no. I got you, bro. I think it's a thumbs up. Me too. I'm going to go with the thumbs up. Uh, let's see here. You think they're going to make a tournament for Hikaru title? Uh, the the women's? No. They don't need to right now. I wouldn't be opposed to it. This this would be the that that would be the opportunity to get the um get Serpentico. The Listen, I don't know Jocelyn I don't know. Listen, it's the Spanish God. It was Sammy tonight. That's all I know. Uh, dead Rob. Uh, 8 out of 10. Jesus said thumbs up. Rockstar said thumbs up. 6 said thumbs up. Doug is raising a hand up. Uh, nah, that's about EPW. How dare you, Rob? We're not reading that either. Don't air our dirty laundry out on the podcast. <laughs> uh, Sean Harrington says the platform that reminded people of the interview uh, are a holes. If you listen to their show, uh, those guys talk like the way Sammy did, and it comes off like Sammy being young and trying to. I, I haven't listened to the podcast, honestly, Sean. I just heard the little clip of it, and that was it. Uh, thoughts on the new WWE game, CJ? Are you buying it or nah? Yeah. Trash. Don't know yet. Trash. Don't know. I like the roster. Looks like fun gameplay, but don't know if I'm buying it. Nah, bro. Not sure. That doesn't look like fun gameplay at all. <laughs> Jocelyn said, God. <laughs> uh, Chris Zuba said 6.5 out of 10. Ace said, Buffalo is trash. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Rob putting laughing faces. Sean Harrington, his name is out there and uh, appealing to the fan base on that show. Uh, Rockstar said, I'm not saying that on the stream because I don't want this taken down. And for all of you guys who are in here, I may put up a post in the Everything Pro Wrestling Facebook group in the link tree as well if you guys want to join. Could always use new members. I may put up Who's Everybody's Sports Teams as a NWR, non-wrestling related post. Uh, because I see a lot of people talking trash about the Bills. I want to know who you like because when they don't make the playoffs... I'm coming for you, so make sure you know what you're talking about. Hey, Zeus is chanting EPW. That means it's time to turn the lights out and get ready to go here. Hello, wrong sound. There we go. Yeah, you. that was like plunger or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but uh, I appreciate all of you guys who came into the chat tonight. Uh, remember all the Super Bowls? All right, that's it. We're <laughs> done. This show's done, Chris. I'm finished with this. Um 
thank you guys so much for joining the chat tonight. We had a great conversation. We went actually like over 15 minutes usually for what we usually do. Yeah. But we had a lot to talk about in the show. A show that I will admit last week I said was going to be kind of eh looking. But it turned out to be a really good show. It, and they got did. a lot of people over. It did. Um, you know, it's yet again, this is, in my opinion, another show from AEW where I, I haven't said like, oh yeah, this is horrible. You know what I mean? So, I'm still invested 100%. I want to be invested in the other companies. Impact? No. All right, that's the end of him. Folks, (laughs) thank you for listening. If you guys enjoy this AEW content, we will be back next week. Uh, Also, if you haven't, hit that like and subscribe button. It really helps out the podcast. It helps the videos get seen more. We are trying to have this build up to be a bigger brand. Uh, actually, me and Derek were working on some designs earlier for stuff visually improving the podcast. And trust me, we're looking at new computers, a bunch of different things coming. So, new tech. Uh, with that being said, though, I appreciate you guys. This is it for me, for Derek. We'll be back next week with the show. And like I said, I still got a special podcast episode coming back up once we get that back going once again as well. We're out. Peace. Pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here. So listen in, let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many in this can understand. Uh, this the podcast to show you who I am. Uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take, showing you. How it is done, proving I am number one, what a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many whose hand can understand. Everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people, the best show that's here. So listen in, let the knowledge begin, the opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here. So listen in, let the knowledge begin, the opinions, the lesson, yes. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB podcast and Facebook group. 
Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's Everything College Basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother.